Blog Talk Radio.
evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome to the Superwoman Sanctuary Woman Cave. I want to give a special shout-out to Winfrey Burns, our CEO, and a special shout-out to Ms. Candice Payne for uh, allowing me to use the uh, Woman Cave while she's on vacation. And tonight you will be talking with me again, Minister Tina, and my co-host, Ms. Mrs. Tamara Sinclair, and tonight we'll be covering the topic of covering your children in prayer. Hey, Tamara, how you doing? Oh, well, Tamara, I'm waiting for Tamara to come back in. But um, like I said, tonight we'll be talking about covering your children in prayer. And we know that the children are uh, going back to school. A lot, of, a lot of the children probably have already started school. And... Hold just a second. Hey, Tamara, how you doing? I don't know why the call keeps dropping, but um, like I said, um, it's uh, September is approaching, and most of our children they go back to school if they've all. Some of the children have already started school, and we're just giving tips tonight to the parents of what to do to um, keep their children covered and keep them safe while they're at school. Because, you know, a lot of times our children deal with, you know, they're going to be leaving us. They've been with us all summer, and they're going to be leaving us. So we, um, when they're leaving away from us, we are having a little technical difficulties with getting time on the line, but she'll be here shortly. But, uh, you know, you know, when our children, they've been with us all summer, but when, they're, uh, when they'll be leaving us, and when they leave us, they go back out into they go back out into the element. They go amongst their friends, and they go amongst the teachers and everybody in the community, wherever their community may be. And it's important that we it's important that we cover our children so that they that way they are there, the way that they're safe and protected while they're. That way they, they're covered and protected while they're, while they're out. And we want to give a recap from last week. We talked about uh, we talked about temptation and how um, how it affected us, and that uh, a lot of us are tempted to do things. And it's not so much that uh, most people associate uh, temptation with uh, sex, but it's not always about sex. I have Tamara on the line. We'll try one more time to get her back in. Hello. Good evening. How are, how are you? Good evening. I'm good. I don't know if it's my phone that's cutting up, but it keeps hanging up on me. <laughs> well, I got you. I got you now. Uh, so, I was I was giving a small recap. I had started a little bit about the kids going back to school, but I just kind of want to give a recap of last week of what we talked about uh, with temptation and just letting it be known that it it's not always temptation. It's not always sex. It's um, anything that right. you're, anything that you anything that you're doing that could cause you to be separated from God or possibly cause you to sin. Right, right, right. That we talked about that last week. There's so many forms of temptation. People hear temptation and you're right, sex is the first thing that comes to mind, but we discussed other things, attitudes, you know, anything like you said that brings you out of the will of God that is not of him or of his word, um, is a temptation. So 
uh, that was a good conversation last week, and it was, it was something that we needed to discuss. I like the fact that we discussed topics that other people shy away from. <laughs> I think that's what I'm enjoying the most is the, the you know, the the hot topics, the stay away from topics, the why they talking about that yeah. kind of topic, you know, them the good topics. Yeah. And we know that temptation is actually a very broad topic because you could you could cover temptation in a lot of ways, but I like the way that we did it and also just wanted just throwing a disclaimer that we are definitely not out to tear down the church. We're just addressing the difficult conversations and the things that occur inside the church that don't get addressed, that causes problems and causes causes the kingdom to start looking like the world when we are supposed to be set apart. So Definitely throw right. that disclaimer out there. <laughs> but um, tonight we're talking about uh, covering our children in prayer, and I had kind of started a little bit while I was saying that um, in September, you know, uh, some of the, the kids are going back to school and that some of the children are already in school, and we were going to be discussing tonight, like, why it's important to cover to cover our children in prayer. So, you know what you what you, what you have on that for me? Well, I, first and foremost, I I like to say that prayer is we we discussed this before about the importance of prayer, um, the meaning of prayer. We even kind of touched a little bit about how to pray and what prayer is to consist of. When it comes to the children, um, this was interesting because as a parent. And as a mother, you know, that's something that we do all the time. We pray for our children. We try to cover our children because we feel like because they're young, they're not in a position or they don't have the knowledge that we have to pray for themselves. Um, I did some, you know, research and some reading and kind of prayed on the topic a little bit and was able to, Pinpoint some Bible verses that kind of um, made a little more, you know, made sense as to um, the type of prayers that parents, grandparents, people in general, pastors, etc., um, have, or the you know reason why we do it. Um, first, the one thought about was um, the covering because they are not aware or know how um, to do that. Um, praying for kids, salvation, praying for um, self-control, praying for the kids to have honesty and integrity, um, praying for the kids to have respect, um, self-esteem, courage, faithfulness, kindness, purity, um, generosity. There were so many different Bible verses that I found that touched on so many different um, things. Um, I think more so as a parent myself when I pray for my girls and pray with my girls, um, it's, it's more so like keeping them sound, keeping them sound mind, praying for their minds, um, making sure they make the right decisions, um, how to be leaders. Um, I had a praying grandmother and a praying mother, and I don't think we truly understand um, the magnitude of a prayer life. Um, and this was this was this topic was it kind of hit home. Because I think about the times where I could call my grandmother when I was having bad days or was stressed out about something, 
you know, I guess a simple prayer or a simple scripture that indicated how to pray went a long, long, long way. We live in a cruel world, um, and our children are being attacked worldwide on so many levels. Um, so it is extremely important for us to pray with our children, for our children, over our children, um, whether they up, whether they, you know, before they go to school, while they're out, out of our eyesight. Um, so many, there are so many different influences in life other than just us as parents and grandparents and, you know, mentors and things. These kids are exposed to so many things that we weren't that's not of God. Um, so their mind, mm-hmm. I think, is really what hit home for me is protecting their mind, protecting their mind and their heart, keeping that purity um, there because our children as young as 9 and 10 and 11 years old are being attacked by, the, you know, by the enemy. And the, the question is how and why. You know, and even if you do pray for your children and with your children, they are still in a position to be attacked. They are still can be used as vessels for the enemy um, if other things are influencing and they're exposed to other things. So I think for me the biggest thing with this piece is mind, their mind, the covering of their mind and the covering of their heart. Okay, well, I know that uh, I did some research too, and we probably looked at the same thing. And uh, I challenged myself uh, basically for the month of September what I was going to do was I was going to post a prayer every day, their parents, uh, every day for the month of September, 30 prayers that they can pray over their children. And they covered some of the topics, some of the topics that that you said about um, some of the ones that I had was their uh, salvation, their their growth and grace, um, their biblical self-esteem, and for them to have a servant's heart and, and for them to be diligent and not lazy. And so it was like it was various things that I that I saw with and attached with the Bible verse that I decided for the month of September, like I said, I was gonna post it. I was gonna post one every day. And I definitely um I'm that I'm that parent that'll walk in the kids' room while they sleep and I'll pray over them while they sleep and yes. uh, I'll put I'll anoint I will anoint my kids with oil before they leave out the house, and I'll say a short prayer over them while they, you know, while they leaving out for school. And then when, you know, when the house is clear, I, I, I get on my knees and I, and I pray. I, I pray for my, I pray for my family, and I definitely, um, like you said, definitely pray for their mind because I put out the, um, the post today when I said, you know. You know, you ever wonder why your children are uh, distracted, you know, uh, picked on, singled out? And I said, did, did you know that Satan could sit next to your child at school? And I don't think, um, like you said, so many things to influence the children. And I don't think we really understand as parents sometimes that Satan works through anybody. He is just, he is that clever. He works through anybody right. and anything. And I know that um, my son, he went on a, last year during Christmas time, he had, um, he was on the honor roll, so he got a chance to go to Navy Pier for the Winterfest. And, you know, I got the chance to visit his classroom. And I realized the way that the children were sitting, they were um, sitting in, like, groups of six. And I know back in the day we used to sit, like, 
they used to have seats in the row where you kind of had your own space. You know, you sat behind another student, but you, like, still had space to your right and to your left, you know, where you could work work to yourself. And I noticed that when he uh, – I, I sat back, you know, while they were just doing some little things until it was time for them to go. And I noticed that the little boy that was sitting next to him, he just continued to talk. I mean, he talked, 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 talked. He, and, and it was like my son would break away from the conversation, start doing something else, and then he would start to whisper. And, and, and you could just almost a little bit see the irritation that came over my son to where, like, he got frustrated. And he, he got really frustrated, and I and I saw for myself because I used to get phone calls all the time, like, you know, he acting out or he just started yelling at this particular kid or something. And I'm like, okay, well, what's the problem? And I realized at that very moment, I'm like, I talked to his teacher. I pulled her to the side, and I was like, you know, I know you run your classroom the way you want to run it, but I have a problem with your seating arrangement because he doesn't, it's a point where he doesn't get any privacy. Like he doesn't get a moment to do anything without someone on his right or on his left talking to him. So he's distracted. And he's, and it's like, I mean, the little boy kept telling them, like, you know, like, oh, you're doing that wrong on your paper. Can I get a pencil? Can I get this? Can I get that? So it was like he didn't, he couldn't even focus. And I said, you know, that's the enemy. You know, that's the enemy. And then he was, like, having some trouble in one of the subjects, and every time he would, like, try to, it seemed like every time he was trying to concentrate, he couldn't. And I, I let the teacher know about that, but I, that was also something I went home, and I began to pray. I began to war for my son about that because I'm like, I understand why he's frustrated all the time. You know, he doesn't get a chance to focus. And that has to, like you said, pray for their mind. That has to be, you know, it has to be disturbing. And he worked through the teachers, you know, the enemy worked through the teachers because, you know, he had instances where he kept getting into fights where the, Uh um, you know, like he he would try to tell the teacher, but it was almost like, you know, she have 25 other kids in the classroom. So every time you're raising your hand, you know, she kind of put your hand down, I'm doing this, or or sit down, or be quiet. And and then before you know it, he's gotten so frustrated that he started fighting. And it's, okay. and then you have to worry, and then you worry about him, like, in a sense, being, he was, for a while he was labeled as, like, having a behavior problem, but no one was actually paying attention to the distractions that he had to face. Um, That's funny, you were talking about how we, you know, in the research and finding things, and that kind of comes to mind. What scripture comes to mind um, talks about self-control. Father, help my Mm -hmm. children not be like many others around them, but let them be alert and self-controlled in all that they do. Um, 1 Thessalonians 5 and 6. And I think it's difficult Mm -hmm. sometimes for children to, you know, to set apart from what's going on because you got the, the, the group of kids on the left, that's trying to work hard, that's studying, that's focused, that's attentive, that's respectful. You have the children to the right um, that's, you know, chaotic, disrespectful, loud, disruptive. Um, and it, mm-hmm. it becomes frustrating for our children because the teacher has to spend so much time redirecting and correcting 
the students on the right, that the students on the left is like, man, what's the point? Like, we can't get anything done. Right. Because she got to stop every two minutes to recorrect Johnny or tell Sally to sit down or they fighting or they're arguing or they're, you know, so that's why this really, and, and I talk to my girls all the time about being leaders. Um, about no matter what's going on around you, always do the right thing. If you have to question if it's the right thing, then you probably shouldn't do something you shouldn't be doing. If you have a doubt about right. will my mama be pleased, will this get me in trouble, well, then you nine times out of ten is not the right thing. And, and, I, and I try to drive home and have always done that with my kids. Is be leaders. Don't be followers. Be a leader. Stand apart. Stand out, be different, because what happens is if you do that and enough people recognize that you're doing that, then it's it's a difficult situation, but eventually you might be able to pull those other kids in. Be the ones that the kids can come up to and say, oh, you know, Milani does it like this. You know, sometimes being different does matter. Being different does help. Being separate from what everybody else is doing sometimes can change a situation I like to tell be change agent. You know, know what know that what's right. You know, always keep God first. Always pray. Always stay according to it. And then I'll tell extra question will my mother be pleased with that? Will this get me in trouble? If this if my teacher called my mama and told her what I did, will it be all right? I said the same do the same thing when you're thinking about God. Will God be pleased with this? You Absolutely. know having a a mindset of no matter what Jim, Jack, John, Sally, and Joe are doing, I'm going to do the right thing. And that's difficult for these kids. That's difficult for our youth. And like you said, you have the enemy sitting right next to them, in front of them, behind them, around them. They leave one class and go into another, and now they got two, three more. You know, and, and the enemy mm-hmm. uses anybody as a does. And they use our youth because they can't, they, they're not aware of the power of that. They're Absolutely. not aware of how to keep that away from them, how to protect themselves. So it is extremely important to every parent, grandparent, mentor, auntie, uncle, sister, brother, cousin that has youth. And I'm and, and anybody should be prayed over and for, but especially our children, because Absolutely. right now if you look at what's going on in the world today, it is our youth that is dying. It is our youth that is cutting up and being destructive. It is our youth that's being misguided and misdirected, it is our youth that is supposed to be our future and it's supposed to be the ones that carry the torch after us and and the ones before us and et cetera. And, and it's not that way right now. The enemy is running rapid in the world. And I mean, he's using he our really youth is. as a vessel. He's using our youth as a vessel. We, we are using them. And even if you're prayed for, because I, I also understand that, for those kids that are prayed for, are prayed with, they are still given the the mind. They have to still make their own decisions. So even if we Absolutely. pray and and take them to church and pray with them and teach them right, they can still go the the to, down the wrong road. They can still interact with the wrong type of people. They can still do things that have you flabbergasted, like who child is this? You know. So no matter <laughs> Absolutely. what, I'm. I'm I'm speaking on the truth of personal experience. Like, like you did not grow up. I don't understand who you are and what you're doing because they are totally out of the the ark of God. They're totally out of how you brought them up, how, what you've been trying to teach them, what you've been trying 
to show them. So every child that's out there cutting up or, or misbehaving is not because the parents isn't doing their job. So I don't want any parents Absolutely. to think that, well, if I don't pray for my child, or if I pray for my child, then what's next? Because sometimes you can do all that you know to do, keeping them covered, keeping them prayed for, teaching them right, educating them, spoiling them, and then disciplining them, whatever it can sit, and they can still go astray. But I know from personal experience, if you plant that seed, eventually it is going to grow. If you nurture that seed, eventually they might depart from it, but they are going to come back because there are going to be moments in their lives when all they're going to be able to do is call out to God and say, I'm here, I need you, help. Yeah, and I uh, definitely um, agree. I agree with what you're saying. And also I think sometimes as parents, we have to be aware, like, by us going by us going to church, by us being believers, we have to be aware that our children also have a call on their lives and a purpose as well. And yes. just as we are just as we are attacked for, you know, our call, like being in being in ministry, um and having being being a minister and ha- having several gifts. Those gifts already come under attack, and not, and most of the time, those same gifts are hereditary. Like definitely the prophetic gift, that's a hereditary gift, and we we have to understand and always know our children they will come under attack. Like you said, you could pray for them, you could pray for them, and you could do everything that you know to do, and they still gonna make their own decisions. And that's why one of the things that's um, important in prayer is uh, binding and loosening because we, rebellion is very, like right now, rebellion and disobedience, and they probably fall into the same category, but rebellion is running very rapid because, of you know, most of the time you hear them saying, you know, you're not listening to me or you don't know what I'm going through. And my husband and I, we sit down and we talk all the time, and he said, you know, you have to understand that they spend about eight hours a day away from us. So yep. they are under the influence. They are under the influence of whatever the other children are under the influence, and everybody does not go to church. Everybody does not go to church. Everybody is is like not spiritual. Everybody is not not kind. So they right. fall, you know, they fall under the category of the, you know, I know for my high schooler, you know, he he has to deal with um, peer pressure from like. Sexual advance, uh, uh, sexual advances to drug use to um, gang banging to um, just about a lot of things that some of us, some of us adults, some of us adults deal with. And you have to realize what what's going on with you know as parent as a parent you have to realize what's going on with your child like what is, what is the environment that they're in and that's what you have to. That's what you have to war against. That's what you have to. Um, that's what you have to be very mindful of. And I had uh, six vital things that you kind of, not you kind of, six six um, vital things that you should pray on when, concerning your child. And the mm-hmm. first one was um, know that God has a plan for my child. And that's Jeremiah, you know, Jeremiah twenty nine and eleven. For I know mm-hmm. the thoughts that I think towards you. The, Said the Lord, 
thoughts of peace and not evil to give you hope uh, hope in a bright future. And basically knowing that, like I said, our children, if God has a plan for them, and we have to we have to confess that over them so that they will possess God's plan for them. And then when it says the Holy, you know, we, we ask that the Holy Spirit is helping my child. First John 4 and 4, it says, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because who is, who is in you is greater than who is in the world. And basically, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. But, you know, those are things we have to say. And it says uh, that, and as a parent, you have to refuse to fear. And it says um, in Mark 5 and 36, it says, do not be afraid, only believe. Like, we have to believe. We have to believe the word of God. We have to believe what we're praying for. Like, we asking for our children to not be cut down in the street. Like, we have to believe that. And we, we know that life and death is in our tongue. So we have to start speaking positive instead of always negative. And it was our family walk in love, and we know First Corinthians, we know love is patient, kind. So these are things as parents we need to confess over and that peace reigns in their heart and in, in, in the minds of our children. Isaiah 54 and 4, and it says, my child is diligent. And it's Proverbs 10 and 4, like, we have to speak those things over our children that they, they are not lazy, that they, you know, we have to speak highly of them. And in our prayers, we have to believe, you know, we really do have to believe what we're saying. Because as parents, you know, you look at, oh, my God, they just had a shooting up the street. Or, oh, my God, this is going on. Or that boy did this or that girl did that. And so we we, we automatically, like, become afraid. Because I know, I, I know, um, I know that my son, he goes to, I don't want to, I don't want to do too much name calling, but. My son, at his school, he, he goes to school basically in the hood. And it's like leaving from our house to go to his school. Like, when he first got there, he had to deal with a lot of peer pressure of, of the game. And so that was a big fear because, you know, kids are dying every day in Chicago. It's like you, you don't you don't turn on a, a TV, the Internet, or the radio without hearing of a shooting. And so you constantly like, oh, you know, oh, my God, I don't want that to happen. I don't want that to happen to my child, but as a parent, you have to not fear. You have to be confident and, and make sure you're doing. You make sure you're doing your part. He, they get annoyed with me because, like, before they leave out, I put some, I put some blessed oil on them and I speak some words over them. They like, oh, mom, you don't have to do that. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. And I make it, and I make it a point to do that. I just see prayers and I was, coming ha- and I will be. I think prayer um, should be a part, a natural part of parenting. I just think that's automatic. And I know everybody doesn't have a prayer life, and I know everybody doesn't have a relationship um, with God. But God doesn't do anything without us. Everything that, that ties into the things that we do comes from us asking. First um, John 5 and 14 mm-hmm. says, this is the confidence that we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. So asking him to protect our children, asking him to cover us, asking him, you know, to keep their mind, I think it's important as a parent, grandparent, any adult or young adult that is a shepherd over children, especially the young children, Mm -hmm. it's, it's almost imperative that you pray for them, over them, with them, to them, 
because we need to continue to ask God to step in and, and, and make sure that their minds stay sound and in peace and make sure that their hearts stay pure, you know, and make sure that they are um, faithful and, you know, they have courage um, in his word, in their self, that they understand the responsibility of being a child of God and, and what comes with that. You yes. know, it's, it's not, it's not a, a cakewalk as an adult or a child, but it's even harder as a child because you're still learning who you are, what you want in life. You know, you mm-hmm. have your peer pressure. You have, your, you know, the people you people that you hang with doing one thing and your parents are telling you something different, you know, and, and it was just even with our children, um, they have thoughts and opinions and and feelings the same way we do. And, and I, I really, for yes. so long, you know, we, I think sometimes parents forget they're humans just like we are. They have feelings and thoughts Absolutely. just like we do. And communication is going to be so key um, when it comes to helping our children along the way, guiding them along the way according to God's will and his word. So anybody that is not praying with their kids, for their kids, you know, to their children, I encourage and, and, and I I. I plead with you to make that a natural part of your parenting process because it is crucial right now more than ever that our children are covered in prayer. Um, give me that scripture you said one more time. Uh, let me see. I, first, one, first John 5 and 14. First this is John the confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And I think that's 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 one of the things as parents we really do need to understand that he does hear us because you hear a lot of people say, oh, he don't hear me, or I know I went through a phase with my high schooler where it was almost uh-huh. like he just was, like he wasn't listening. He just wanted, he was doing, he he wants to do his own thing. And like you said, they have a, they have a mind. They have they have a mind. They're going to make decisions. They they you know they are figuring out who they are, what they like, what they want, who they want to be. And we as parents have we have expectations for them, but they all like you said they also have expectations for themselves. And not only do I just cover my child, I cover the teachers, I cover the staff. At the school, I mm-hmm. cover the bus drivers that that transport the children. That I cover the police officers that they deal with the children justly. Like it, it's a, it's a it's a big thing when it's concerning them because, like you said, a lot of times they are unaware. They don't realize that um, sometimes hanging with the wrong crowd will cause you to be guilty by association, or yes, you would yes. get influenced. You would get. <laughs> You would get influenced to do something that, like, you know you wouldn't do, and it's like it's so much pressure on you to fit in. And most children, they they deal with a lot of acceptance issues because I know that's the problem with my eight-year-old. Like, he's really nice. He actually is a really nice kid. He's nice and sweet, and he's friendly, but sometimes he runs into problems with just, like, fitting in. So he gets discouraged if it doesn't seem like he fits in. So that, like, frustrates him. And like you say, with the fighting, like with the self-control, even with them, again, they have their own mind. And then people 
you, people still have to realize that people have breaking points. Yeah, and you can only deal with you. They have, they have breaking points, and they can only deal with so much bullying or so much chatter. You know, they, everybody have to have a point, and some people's point is uh, short. They fuse is shorter than others. So it's definitely with him. I know that self control is definitely one of the things that I constantly stay in prayer about, and it helps. It really helps. Because the mornings that like the mornings that I'll pray for the mornings that I pray for him, um, and he hears me, he said he tell, he lets me know like I it started off a little rough but I had a good day, and then the moment that like okay somebody woke up later we might be in a rush, and I just you know kiss him put the oil on just kiss him and send him on he he he's like a little he's like a little shaky so it makes a difference. When you pray, it makes a difference when you pray with them, and it makes a difference when you pray for them. Yes. And most of the time, and most of the time, really, them hearing the prayer and seeing, and, and them seeing you like going, going, going to bat for them, you know, it make it, it, it it's a confidence booster for them. So if it's any parent listening that doesn't know, like that's a confidence builder for your child for them to know, like my mama pray for me. And it's also you. Not only are you showing them that you're praying, you're teaching them how to pray. Yeah, some good stuff. Do we have any callers that have any questions or input? And for the callers that are in, if you have any uh, comments or input, you could press one, and uh, you could press one and speak with us. But so far, no one. No, so far, no one has anything to say. But. Um, Okay. Okay. I know that. I really. Hold on. I have one caller. Hold on. Okay. Caller 31341. Hello? Hi, sis. Hi, sissy. Hi. It's Kia. Hi. Hi, Nakia. How are you? Hi, Tina. How are you? Hi, Miss Lady. I don't know. I'm okay. Hello. Hello, my name is Tamara. How are you doing today? I'm well, and yourself? I'm well, I'm well. Welcome. Thanks so much for listening. Oh, you're very welcome. Uh, me and Tina go way back. We are. That's my sissy from another mother. Awesome. And she Absolutely. invited me to tune in today because we have grown with each other. When I say grown, our kids have gone to school together, so... The trials and tribulations that she is speaking of, I have lived them, and I still live them every day. Um, the school that our kids were in um, really ridiculed our kids a lot. They knocked our kids down and so forth. So keeping your kids in prayer is is it's a have to do. You have to do it because mm-hmm. not only are our kids at war, we are at war as parents trying to keep them safe and in prayer all the time. So I truly understand it, and I do try to pray for mine. I do have those rough moments in the mornings, and I just be like, oh, Lord, not this morning. Come on, let's go. We're running late. You know, so it, it, does, it does get hard, and I know those rough days can be just overwhelming, but I I do miss some days now. I am human, and I do miss those days, but as I'm on my way to work and I drop 
my baby girl off, and I have one that's in college, and I have one that's 22 years old, and they are awesome kids. They they they're human kids. They they go through their trials and tribulations and all, but like you say, all you can do is keep them in prayer. They have been raised in the church. They know what they're supposed to do mm-hmm. and right from wrong and and so forth. And you raise a child up, they will stray, but they will come back. I, I was a strayer, yeah. and I was raised in the church, Amen. and I know how to bring back. But, yes, it, it's hard. It is very hard. And as women, I think we take on the stronger burden than anybody. And because yes. we worry more. We worry more, especially about our male children. So, yes, yes you guys are awesome, and I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kia. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. Love you. Okay, Tina. Love you more. <laughs> Bye-bye. I appreciate Nakia for chiming in because, that I don't know if you I don't know Tamara, do you have boys? Yes, I have boys. My oldest is a boy, he's twenty two. Um, he is a senior Woo! in college. Um <laughs> Yes, yes, Woo! yes, yes, yes. So I understand what you guys and and <laughs> he was he's always been an excellent kid. Very well mannered. He was into sports, so he was very active, honor student. I didn't really have a lot of issues, or really not any issues with him as far as praise God. Um, as far as being disrespectful or being out of the streets or you know hanging with the wrong crowd. It, praise you God. Really, praise really God. Wasn't on his level as far as sports and academics, he really didn't fool with you. My issue with him was girls. Still is. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I will. I let me let let me say thank thank you Jesus and and let me say thank you Jesus and 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 give you give you a hand clap for that because to have a young man oh when I tell you I worry I worry yes, I have yes. to I have to I like I have to worry and we went through that phase of like the um. That pressure, that that pressure to be, that pressure was like when they said the streets was streets was called, baby, the streets was calling. And when Ooh. I say I, I prayed, I, I prayed, I cried, I, I had to speak in tongues, I had to fall out, I had to lay prostrate like that. That he could not have my son because yes. we yes. like the the little girls, the I don't know, the little girls they be okay till they get old and start getting the sass mouth. But I mean, when I say when I say them them the boys, yes, that is like oh, that is a that that be a heavy burden on the mother's heart sometimes. It it is, and, and you know, I, I raised. No, go ahead. No, I was just saying I I know that that weighed heavy on me at one point. That I I I, I mean I was at the altar. That way that weighed heavy on me because. I, I raised my son to to believe in himself, to have confidence, not to to be a leader and not a follower. And and when you actually see your child, when you see your child just just start going down that wrong way, 
and and it's like when they at that they pass twelve years old, so it's like they at they at that age where like you said they making their own decision, and it don't seem uh-huh. like that decision right. Man, when I say that's a prayer breaker, right? That that boy that that'll get you down. That'll break you down to your knees. It will. You know, it's so funny. I thank God. I thank God you didn't have them struggles. I thank God too, and I, I I do, Tina. Every day, I thank God for all of my children. Um, but I really, because I was a single mom raising a young man, and I kept saying, Lord, please don't let me mess this child up. Please let me do. You know this the right way. You know, Amen. I kept positive me in his life as Godfather, and and you know his, his uncles and you know other men in the church that I kept around him. But he was so in tune with he wanted to play sports, and you know he did his little video game thing, and still a video game junkie. But for I, I truly thank God that he did navigate to the streets. I truly thank God that that wasn't a mm-hmm. fascination. For him, you know, now there might have been some situations or some things that might have occurred that had him thinking, you know, he would always be like, well, Ma, I don't want to see you struggle. I want to be able to get a job and, you know, different things of that nature. But I stayed on right. him. I stayed with him. I prayed for him. I prayed with him. But I I, I, I basically put, tried to put the fear of God in him to basically get you ever. <laughs> navigate, pick up a drug, do anything that is not necessary of then you know that would not be a pleasing to me or pleasing to God I'm I'm gonna kill you. And and I you know, it's so funny because he's always been an honor student. I always, you know, express the importance of being um always on top of his game. One, you got two strikes against you. You're a male and you're African American. You already are coming into the world with difficulties and issues and burdens and Barriers that you have to jump over because of who you are and what who you are. But I always try to reassure him he was a king. You know there was nothing on this good mm-hmm. God earth that he didn't deserve if he didn't work hard for it. I tried to teach him good work ethic. You know, so I do. I understand. You know what it the the burden that a mother has on her heart raising a young black man. I get it. You know, and I do truly thank God that I didn't have to worry about come. With raising a young black man, they're dying every day. They literally are dying every day. And I'll tell you, and I'm very, I'm also very thankful and uh, because, like, my son, he is an honor student. He is an honor yes. student. He's a uh, he's a starting point guard for the basketball team. He's, a, you know, on the starting lineup, and he's a good, you know, he really, like, he really is a good kid. Uh-huh. And and you know, I think everybody just like you said, yours may not have been the streets, it may have been the girls. Yes. And everybody how you know, <laughs> you said yes. No, oh everybody God, have they the have they like everybody have they thing that they have to deal with. But that's why it's yes. important to cover your kids. Because yes. we all raising we all raising future kings and future queens, and we have to they have to know who they are and they have to believe in themselves and they have to love themselves. But that is like our key job as a parent, because it's so much out there to influence them from the internet, the TV, the, the music, fashion, 
because I know for a while he was, uh, well, he put on the little skinny jeans for a second, like, come on now, son, you know, but like you said, and it's a blessing that your son had positive men in his life because a yes. lot of times, and, and, and one thing I want to, I want to say, but I, I, Lord forgive me, but I have to say it also as parents, we have to be mindful of who we bring around our children because Amen. some, you know, some of us are in some tacky relationships. And I could say that, like, you know, before before getting married, like, um, man, my husband wasn't always on the same page, but I thank God that he was, when it came down to my son, he was a man to my son, but sometimes some of the things that my son witnessed that may have gone on between me and him, some arguments and, and different things, you know, that impacts a child just as well. Hey, yes. And it, it impacts. It, it imp- and and the same thing with a with a same thing with a woman. You know, it's not always you know with boys. Boys need men. Girls need women. But women influence men too. Because if you the type of parent that's always cussing your child out, or they got to see you drunk, high, different men all around you, that impacts their mind too. That that impacts their thinking. And it really go back to what you were saying earlier, like cover their mind that they have the mind of Christ, that they, you know, that they have, that they, they have a sound mind to make good decisions because sometimes we influence our children and we not, we're really not even aware of how we influence our children by the situations we find ourselves in. And you want something else with that, Tina? I think it's important as parents, and especially as our children get older, is to be honest and transparent. With my oldest two, for yes. sure. I always tried to keep it 100% real with them about life, the things that I was dealing with, the things that I was going through, you know, the mistakes that I've made. Because a lot of times parents like to try to paint that picture like they ain't never did no wrong and they come down on their kids really hard for the things that they do Mm -hmm. or, you know, the mistakes that they make as if they've never made any of themselves. And I used to tell my kids all the time, I used to be a teenager. I used to be your age. I've done some of the things that you're doing. I've thought about some of the things that you think about. Um, these are the consequences to some of those things. If you don't do yes. things right, yes. decent in order, there are consequences to anything that you do. So I try to get my children, I, I, I did, I tried to pound that in their heads that mama is human, just like you guys are. I make mistakes. I made mistakes. Oh. Parenting, there is no book to that. It's trial and error. I was no, a baby when not. I had my son. And then to go into, you know, being a parent and, all the other kind of stuff. So I think it's also important, important parents and those that are dealing with children is to be transparent, be honest. You know, a lot of times we try to shield them from things, but sometimes it might be better off to just kind of open up that door and talk about it so that they don't have to go out (laughs) to somebody else and ask that question and go to somebody else and get the wrong or misguided information. Keep it 100% real with your kids. Talk about your past. You know, I ain't saying tell you all your business, but discuss some of the important <laughs> things with your children so that they understand mama and daddy human, mama and daddy made mistakes, oh, mama and daddy yes. felt their way, they had those feelings. So this is how I can deal with that because this is how they dealt with it. If I don't make the right decision, yeah. there's consequences because they had consequences. Well, I do. I think it's extremely important for parents to be honest with their children, be transparent and upfront with their kids about things, especially as they become teenagers. <laughs> And they're in society yes. where they're experiencing other things. 
because hormones is raging and questions are being, you know, asked. And you mm-hmm. know, sometimes we be like, uh-uh, we ain't talking about that. I don't want. Don't talk about. Don't talk to me about that. You we, That's not a discussion. You know, and so you leave these kids vulnerable to other influences, and you then when they them, get the world, you leave them uncovered. You leave them uncovered. You leave them uncovered. Out here asking questions and doing this stuff. Then now you flipping out. Where they get that from, or why they, you know, and sometimes it's unwarranted, but in some cases it's warranted because they try to come to you first and you close that door. Because once you close that door, it's hard to open it back up. They don't trust you. Yes, even it as is. their parents, yes, it is. they won't trust you. Yes, so and I, 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 I agree with what you're saying. Be be transparent. And I think sometimes I'm a little too transparent because. Like it's not anything. It's <laughs> that's why I was laughing because <laughs> you know, like we talk, we talk about, we talk about sex, we talk about money, we talk mm-hmm. about relationships, we talk about yep. communication, and not so much when I and and I'm and I'm glad you opened that door when you said about covering. You know, I want it to be understood when we say cover your kids in prayer, like that covering is what's important. They need. That covering is trust. Yep. That yep. covering is trust, and, and in trust there is protection. And as long as they know, like whatever the situation may be, that they can come to you because that's one thing I really mm-hmm. I tell all of my chi- I tell my children all the time. I don't care what yep. it is. Yeah. Even if it upset me, please come to me and talk to me. And, yes. and the way I was raised in my house, the way I was raised in my household was my parents said this statement. They said, "I'm going to support you, right, wrong, or indifferent. If you're right, I'm going to stand by your side 100. percent If you're wrong, I'm going to stand there with you and make sure don't nobody just throw the book at you." And he said, "If I'm not sure what's really going on, I'm gonna stand there till I till I get the truth. I'm gonna hear." His sad, your sad, and I'm gonna find the truth somewhere in between that. But no matter what, I'm 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 there with you, and and I'm yep. there with you, and I love you, and I'm gonna be there. And that's the covering that we are really. That's that's the covering that comes. It comes in prayer, and it also comes in that communication. Yes, and it's important, parents. It's important, you know, to to be mindful of how you interact. With the youth, it is very important that you be mindful of the things that you do when it comes to the youth. Um, there are so many adults that are abusing that power and privilege of being an mm-hmm. adult when it comes to our children, and yeah, it's not right. It's not right. Um, there are so many different Bible verses that discuss the wrongdoing towards the youth and the punishment that comes from that. Mm -hmm. Like, our children have to be protected. And if protection is the covering, but the protection also comes from other people, other things, including ourselves. If you know you're not right, then maybe they need protection from you. But at the end of the day, we Mm. cannot walk around and intentionally abuse, mistreat, and basically we're destroying our young people because God yes. talks about that in the Bible. He talks about the the punishment of our children not being properly taken care of and us abusing their children. I'm trying to flip to my notes so I can find the scriptures. 
Um, well, I know in Tim, I know in I know in, in First Timothy it talks about woe unto the to the one that doesn't take care of their household. So there's a punishment for not you know not providing. Uh, it, it's more about providing, but it's it, it's you know providing is more than just money. Providing is like you said that communication and also like showing the showing them how to toss the ball, uh, talking to them about sex. That's pro- that's providing information. Providing is more than money. And then there's a other yeah. one that says that you it's better to tie a millstone. You 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 should just tie a, a stone around your neck and throw yourself in the bottom of the river to cause a to cause a child to fall. Yeah, that's Matthew. And 18. we don't and. and Say it again. Matthew 18 and 6. But whosoever shall ascend Matthew. one of these little ones, which believe in me, it were better for him that a milestone were hung around his neck, that he was drowned in the depth of the sea. Yeah, Matthew 18 and 6. And, and that, and, you know, yes, in that scripture is talking about keeping them from coming to Christ. Right. But, at the same time, you know that's that that scripture is really talking about keeping them from coming to Christ. But at the same time, if you don't educate your child about STDs, pregnancy, you cause them to fall. You like you yes. said, you leave yes. you leave them uncovered. That that one that little one moment. Now you have a baby that opened up a door to a whole bunch of other things, or you know now you get it. Some STDs you can't even get rid of, or you know your child is now ashamed, got to come to you, tell you something wrong, and if you blow up and overreact, you know now they won't ever come and talk to you about it. They're gonna go talk to the godfather, yep. the godmother, or the teacher, yep. or they're gonna talk to every talk to everybody but you. So you have to be gentle with how you deal with them, and and, and you covered it when you say and, and trust. They have to trust you. So it, you know, it's 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 important to do that. It's it's important to talk to your child, some type of conversation with your child every day, other than fussing at them about a chore, fussing at them about what they're not doing, and how much respect you want. Because sometimes you have to you you have to respect your children. So like you said, they have their own mind. They're gonna make their own decisions. And and one thing that I do is I look back at myself when. I was each one of their ages. Um, I probably can't yeah. go back as far as four years old, but I know that I was very, um, I was very bold, and that I would, you know, I would say what was on my mind. I wasn't scared to talk, and and I see that in my daughter. Like she's very vocal, and with my eight-year-old, you know, he he'll he'll talk, you know. But with my with he's seventeen now, and I think back to when I was seventeen years old. At, at seventeen years old, I was working, I was providing, you know, I was buying my, myself clothes, I was paying for my transportation, I had a boyfriend, you know. I'm thinking, you know, I I put I put myself back there, but one thing I talked to him about is maturity, and I asked all the time that. He, when I pray for him, I ask all the time that he makes the right decisions. That he, he, you know, that he seek, that he even seeks God and asks God, you know, what, what is it that you want from me today? What, what do you want me to do today? He probably don't know how deep I go in prayer for him about his mind, his heart, his, his body, his soul. He may not even know how deep I go, but I put myself 
back at that age and I look at what was I doing at this age, and that's what I that's what I pray for. That's true, but then that goes again, like you said, discussing and talking with your children about those phases in your life and the things that you were up against so that they know how to approach it as well. Um, hold on, I got a I got a caller. Uh caller mm-hmm. five two four three. Hello. Hi, how you doing? I'm okay. Oh, this is Trace. You know, I'm listening to you all, and I agree, you know, what you said, how you say you're going back to how you were. And I feel like, okay, with me going back to the way I was, my mom raised me in a church. I know the church. Okay. You know, she prayed over me. And even when I was out there in the world and doing my old thing, I always knew what home was. Even in the back of my mind, doing stuff I know I wasn't supposed to do, I always knew mm-hmm. that church. I knew God. It was always still there. She prayed over me. Like you say, kids are going to do what they want to do regardless. But as long mm-hmm. as she says, raise up a child in the way they should go. And when they become older, they will not depart from it. So even though they may be out there doing that, they always know that their parents, that love that they had, that support that they had. No, I have not always been the best mother. I can say that. I have always done things that has always been right by my children. And it's a struggle because dealing with children with mental disabilities and, and stuff, it's like, like you say, the teasing and stuff, it's hard for them. It's hard for them to make mm-hmm. plans. It's hard for them to get through stuff because they have this disability. And and it's like I'm praying, God, what is going on? How can I help my children? Because I don't know how to do this. And it's hard. And like you say, you have to be careful who you bring people around, your children, and relationships. Oh, trust me, I know. I've been in some messed up relationships, and it does affect your children. Because they see these people, and you can't just tell your children what to do. They they look at you. They see your actions as well. So they're mm-hmm. listening, and they're also looking at what you're doing. Well, if you're telling me to do this, then why aren't you doing it? And I'm guilty of that. Right. And I, 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 and I don't want that. I want to be able to raise my children up in church, but I also know that I have to do right as well. Like you say, you have to do right by your children. And your children are looking at you. They're seeing what you do. They're seeing your actions. And you said the things that our children go through now, half the stuff we didn't have to go through that now when we were growing up. It's a whole lot harder for our children now than it was when we were growing up. And to have that planned mother, to have that planned grandmother, to have someone cover up you, like you say, to know that they care that protection that you have to cover for your child because your child can walk out the door and may not come back. So you have to be there for them. You have to do that. And I know, like I say, I haven't been there for my kids, and I want that. I've left on praying for them. And I, I know that. Being, like I say, that open communication, 
I didn't always have that open open communication with my mother where I could sit down and talk to her. And, you know, because I was afraid of her. I was afraid to come to her against certain stuff because I feel like, is she going to judge me? Is she going to be upset right. or what? I didn't know how to come to my mother and talk. And that's what a lot of kids are like. They don't know how. And I know my children are like that. They may feel like I'm not going to judge them. I'm not going to be angry. And I want to have that open communication, but it's hard because I did not have well, that in my home. Yep. So how well, do I do that you, with we, my children? Okay. Well, before you get off the line, Tamara, you, you want to pray that she can have that open, you want to stand in agreement that and, and pray that she can have that um that spirit of a praying mother, and that it, and for God to give her direction on how to how to correct the issues that she may be experiencing. You want to you want to pray for that. I'm I'm in agreement with you. I I am in agreement with you as well, and I want to encourage you um, because we all have a past. We all have mm-hmm. made mistakes as mothers, as fathers. We all have done things that was not right. We may at the moment thought it was the right thing to do, and then later on it turned out not to do the right thing to do. There is not a a book Mm -hmm. or a manuscript, with the exception of the Bible, that tells us Mm -hmm. how to be effective parents. It's all trial and error because it's new. Each child is different. You know, each situation is different. So I encourage you, despite your past or despite, what you did or did not do, just trust them and know that God is there with you. Uh, God mm-hmm. is is protecting you. God hears you if you're crying out to him. If there is a relationship that needs to be mended between you and your children, Lord, I ask you to fix it. I ask you to do, give mm-hmm. her the courage, give the children the courage to come together and be one because we only get one thing. Yes, Lord. Of parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't have. Mm-hmm the option to choose who our parents are, you know, and I want any youth that's out there listening. The parents are not perfect. We make mistakes. We're going to make some mistakes. We ask for forgiveness. We ask for understanding. Um, but we also um, ask that, that you reach out despite of. Parents don't close those doors. So I, I do. I stand in agreement with you and, and, and Minister Tina um, that God will fix it, whatever it is, whatever it, it, it was. If there's some yeah. things that is not right between you and your children, or if there is some malice in anyone's heart, or if there's some some resentment about things that happened in the past, Lord, fix it, remove mm-hmm. it, give her the strength as a in mother Jesus to move name. on and, and stand in, in the Jesus gap. Name. I and 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 you. and you, it's gonna, it's gonna be all right, sister. It's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. You just keep trusting God. Mm-hmm. No matter how old you yeah. get or how old your children get, they're going to need you. You mm-hmm. are their mother. Mm-hmm. And, and I just want to, I want to, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you, and I want to say, Father, mm-hmm. in the name of Jesus, right now, I lift up Sister Latrice to you right now, Father, and I ask that you strengthen her heart, Father. I ask that you forgive her of any sins that she committed, oh God. And forgive me, Lord, as I even pray to you that you even hear me, Lord, because I haven't been the best parent all the time either, Lord God. But, Father, yes. I just stand in agreement with her, Father, that you would strengthen her heart, oh God. And, Father, and I, I find every spirit that attack, of bondage that attacks her from her past, oh God, and tries to uh, speak to her and make her feel like she's not adequate, Father. 
because she is adequate right now in Jesus' name. And I lose the spirit of the mind of Christ, and I lose your hand right now. And, Father, I cover her and her children in the blood of, with the blood of Jesus, and I plead the blood over the situation with her and her children, oh, God. Father, and I lose the spirit of intercession, Father, that she will pray for her children like never before and that she will be able to um, – Look to you to help her fix every situation that she has, oh, God. And, Father, that you would just raise her up and even raise her children up, that they will wake up and they will call her blessed, oh, God. And this day, oh, God, yeah. that she will never have to worry about that again, Father. And when I just ask all these things yeah. in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You be encouraged. You got people praying for you. Yes. We rooting for you. Thank you. God I bless you. I appreciate it so much. Bless you both, too. No problem. Thank you. Okay. All right. Amen. Well, praise Amen. God. Yes. Praise God. Cause I, I could, let me tell you, I was somebody, Mama, at 19 years old with no job. Uh, hmm. <laughs> oh, no job. And, and, and the man walked at, I'm, do you hear me when I'm telling you no job? And the man walked out. And I thank God for my mother my father, my sister, and my brother, that they stood in the gap for me. And I thank God that he raised me, he 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 brought me up to be a good woman and to not, like, nobody had to come get me out the whole house, the crack house, out the club. Nobody had to pick me up falling down drunk or nothing. And I, I thank God for that every day that he he found me where I was at. And he said, um, you're you going to do right. I'm, I'm going to do right. And, they, and he blessed me with a job. He blessed me with the ability to go to college and succeed. And I had, uh, he, he blessed me. So I just, I, I thank God for that because I was not perfect. I, I did some things in front of my child. I said some things. I felt some type of way. But I thank God that he's forgiving. I thank him that he's merciful and that he changed that. He changed that for me. So I know if he could change it for me, he could change it for anybody. Amen. 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 I'm, I'm telling you, I was a mess, but I, 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 I thank my mother for teaching me. I thank my mother for teaching me how to pray, and I thank my mother for my mother and my father and the people in my life that were true believers, the saints in my life. I thank her for praying for me and praying me through. I really do. Amen. And, and I know. All- uh, we are, we all were a mess at some point in our lives. If there's anybody that's walking this earth that can honestly say they ain't had no trials and situations and they didn't struggle with some things and, you know, there was, some, you know, everybody's is going to be different. I was 17 and a senior in high school when I had my son. 17. I wow. still had to finish high school. When I had my son, I had my son in February, and I graduated from high school in June, and I graduated with honors. Praise I graduated God. With honors. I had a counselor that was trying Praise to put God. me out because she was saying that I wasn't the ideal honors student and role model, you know, but I had people praying and fighting for me, and I thank God for my grandmother. May she rest in peace because of the covering and how she taught me about God and taught me about prayer. And taught me how to cover my child and, and my children as I got married early mm-hmm. in life and had other children. You know, so I understand the struggle of trying to figure this parenting thing out. I understand the struggle of trying to figure out how you put God in the mix of things, especially when 
you don't have a job and you, you don't have money, you're trying to figure out how you're going to eat, how you going to because you got a person looking up to you. I can always make the right decision mm-hmm. when it came to my kids, and I didn't always have the best relationship. You know, my kids saw things that they shouldn't have saw, and they heard things that they shouldn't have heard, but I was honest with my mm-hmm. children as they got older and tried to explain. I, Mama was in a bad place in her life. Mama was going through some things, and there were some things that I was dealing with that I needed help with, and things didn't change in my life until I reached out to God and cried out for God. I, I surrender it all because I can't do it. Yes. By myself, so you don't have to be perfect as a parent to be an effective parent. You don't have to be without flaw to to reach these children. You know, I find it so funny because I have children that call me mama that I didn't even birth. I have been blessed with the opportunity yes. to impact so many youth that I love like they were my own. That I have done things for and helped. I provided shelter for and food and finances and things of that nature that I was able to encourage and mentor because I've been there. I understand what it is to be yes. a teenage mother. I understand what it is to be broke. I understand what it is to be broken and don't know if you're coming oh. or going. I understand what it is to be in a, there, a there abusive relationship, a physical abusive relationship. I mean, I've been there. I've done that. But God, I tell you, will help fix it all. His, his path for your life, is is perfect if you stay in his will. And it's not always going to be easy. Yes. I'm straight. I kicked it. I clubbed. I drank. I did things that I should not have done. But I came back because my grandmother instilled that in me. I knew to come back because I knew where my help was going to come from. And as I got older and I got wiser, my decisions changed. My mindset changed. And, yes, I had free will. But I made a decision that I wanted to walk the best that I could because I still fall short right. in his will, and I want to raise my kids up in that same manner. So praying for them the same way I was praying for, taking them to church the same way I was taking the church, encouraging them the same way I was encouraged, you know, instilling right. power and, you know, making them realize that they are great. They are great. They are great beings. They have Whatever it is, they have desires that keep God first, and I still continue to do that with them, including the adult ones. They are adults, but they still need me, and I still talk to them, and I still pray with them, and I still pray for them because no matter how old you get, you are never too old for that covering from your parent or your grandparent. My never. I'll be, be 40 years old in November. My mother still prays for me. I still pray with my mother over the phone or whatever the case may be. So you ain't never too old for that covering. You're never too old to go back and lay on your mama's lap and talk to mama. So being a parent is not an easy task, but I charge everybody that's listening, make prayer and a prayer life and a Bible Mm -hmm. read and knowing the word part of your process of becoming. and, And if you're not a parent yet, Start now, covering that unborn seed that soon to be flourished of becoming a mother is something of your desire, a father is something of your desire, because if we have got to keep these kids covered and protected because the enemy is attacking and he's using them, he's killing them, he's destroying them, and we got to fight back. And the only way to do that is with God, with prayer, and through the word. 
Yeah, because uh, one of the things I was going to say was uh, also we don't, as parents, our our prayers, we don't realize that that's a heritage for our children. Because I know, I know mm-hmm. I got to, I'm operating off of prayers and promises that were promised mm-hmm. to my great, 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 you know, like some <laughs> old saints prayers. Like I know I'm still operating off of some of that oil. Because I know yes. I supposed to have been going up out. I know I supposed to have been going up out of here. So we've even a heritage for our children when we when we do that, and we're we're you know we giving them we're giving them extra protection. And no matter what, the bet you know we sometimes we may not be the best parents, but the best thing we could do for our child is give them to God and and let God yes. and let God handle it. And and one thing I learned in um uh, intercession with our with my first lady. Shout out to Darlene Brewer. Uh, uh, to my first lady, when we talk intercession, she she made sure to know that you have to confess the scriptures over the situation, like whatever it is, confess the scriptures over it, and then that you have to have a heart to wait. You have to have a heart to wait. It may be one year. It may be two years. No matter how long, you have to have the heart to wait on it to, to manifest. And she, like, I had to go and find scriptures because she had a scripture, I believe it was out of Isaiah, where she was saying how she prayed for her son and her, all her children. She said it was the one where they called the children from the north, south, the east, and the west, and that they return. And, and, and it's like we have to do that. And that's one of the reasons why, like, I'm glad we put this out because even if people are listening and writing them down, yes, we're going to post them on Facebook, but there are some, you know, you have to you have to know to confess the scriptures because what you say out your mouth you possess, and we don't yes. understand that there the power the power in our words of just talking of just saying God help me help me do this or help my child do this or God keep them or God protect them and and you put a scripture behind that He respond to His words and that's that's really important because. As we've been saying, the influence is out there. As soon as they walk away from us, the enemy is right there. So I mean, yep. soon, and they don't even have to get out. They don't even have to get out the driveway. Yeah, no, yeah. As soon as they, <laughs> you know, like they don't even have to be off the block. They don't have to, nope. you know. Soon as that, soon as that door closed, they like, hey, he like, hey, how you, you know, he's right there, like, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. And he write he write that he he write that in their face he 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 write that in their face he on their heels and he busy and he wants he wants them distracted he wants them to feel like nobody care so that way he can whisper and tell them to do things or you know have yep. them have them doing things and have them saying things and we have to be on we have to be on guard we have to be on guard what Medea say you better watch. We have to be watching. We have to watch. Parents have to slow down and pay attention to their children. I think we get so busy in the hustle and bustle of the day that sometimes our kids go unnoticed. Things go unnoticed. Yes. Um, because yes, and they can slip through the cracks. Yes. Yep. Yeah, our, our focus is, oh, I got to go to work. I got to provide. You know, I got to pay the, you know, we do. We got to pay the rent. We got to pay the mortgage. We got to pay the bills. We got to clothe them. We got to feed them. But we also are responsible for paying attention 
paying attention to what's going yes. on with them, paying attention to what they're watching, paying attention to who they're talking to. Paying to we we got to pay attention. And I think parents, and I'm guilty, I have been guilty of it in the past myself, we are so caught up in the hustle and bustle of being an adult that we forget. Like um, the young woman, the other woman that called and said, Sometimes she be so she they don't have time. You're running late. We ain't got time to pray today. Come on, let's go. You know, you grab grab your bag. Let's you know we we do. We are in a rush a lot, and sometimes we miss the march because the the we running, we moving, we constantly this. We or we ain't got time. We put it off, or we'll do that to late later, or we'll do that tonight, or we'll do that in the morning. You know, so we we got to be mm-hmm. mindful of that as well as parents that we can't get so caught up in the parenting role that we forget to really be parents. Yeah. And that's and that's why one of the things that's why we're talking about covering our children in prayer because one of the things you have to do is you have to take that's something that you have to take time out to do. You have to yeah. take time. You have to take um one thing I had um I had a couple couple months back was I had something called a power 10 where, yes, it takes longer than 10 minutes to pray, but it starts somewhere. And you take 10 minutes out and, co- you know, take 10 minutes out and cover your children, cover your family, mm-hmm. cover, you know. And intercession is like intercession is a very powerful thing because what, what we need to understand is that while we're covering our children, while we are being selfless and covering our children, God is taking care of where we're lacking. He is taking mm-hmm. care of not so much where we're lacking. He's taking care of our situation. He's take, he taking care of our needs because we are putting them before us. So he's handling it. And sometimes we, you know, it starts somewhere. Like you have to take, you know, you have to take that time out. Even like why, you know, you could pray while you're driving. You could pray, you know, you pray while you're driving. And we say pray, pray without ceasing. And it's like breath prayers, like thank you, God, for my children. Lord, protect my children. It's, sometimes it's as simple as simple as that, but don't forsake to really take time out to be before the Lord. But, yeah. you know, you have, to ta- you have to take time out. You have to take the time out. And I encourage anybody just it, uh, just just stop. Sometimes you got to just slow down <laughs> long enough to to do what it is that needs to be done so that your children are protected. Um, because again, as I mentioned before, in this day and age, is crucial. It is it is crucial. It it is. It, I'm gonna say it's almost like neglect <laughs> if you don't take care yeah. of your children. It, 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 yeah. is, it is almost like neglect. And then, like I said, for that month, for the month of September, even if it's just some parents may be struggling and don't know what to pray, because we do spend a lot of time on, um, we do spend a lot of time on social media and and Instagram or whatever. We spend time there. That I am yeah. going to be, and I believe, I believe you and I, we 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 had the same list because it was thirty things. Uh-huh. And it, it had the script. It had the scripture. So I know. Yeah. I know we. I know great man. Think alike that I'm going to be posting them prayers, and they cover everything from salvation down to uh, having a passion for God, and faithfulness, mm-hmm. and courage. So the month of September, even if you don't know what to pray, 
every day you're gonna have a you gonna have a prayer that you can pray you there is going to be a prayer that you can pray to cover your to cover your child and i I ask that you save it um you can follow me at Tina Gray Reed on Facebook or Minister Tina on Periscope but i I suggest that you save the save that um save that post you just click the little arrow and save that post. And yep. even if you have to go back and refer refer to it for the month of November, the month of December, yep. like it's not going it's not going to change. These are things that need to be our children need to we need to just as well as we pray for ourselves, we need to pray for our children with them. So it's 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 a starter, and it, and and long as you have like a starter, the flow you know, and you really want it, the flow will come to you of what you know what's afraid. And sometimes you ask God, what do you, what do you want me to pray for my child today? And even praying is talking, but still take time out to listen to God because He speaks. He don't ever stop speaking. He's speaking all the time. So after you pray, after you say that prayer, wait five minutes and hear what He has to say. And if He don't speak. He'll say thank you. Eventually, he's gonna start talking to you and start telling you what to pray, and and you will go from praying for mercy to hitting it dead on the head of actually what the need of your child is. Mm-hmm. And he may reveal to you that he may actually reveal to you like the real struggle that your child is having, so you will know what to pray. You will it, it'll drive you deeper in your word to get the scriptures to confess over your children yes. for him to respond to his word. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. That's good. I think about. Go ahead. I I like that the month of September posting um, the 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 uh, topic for salvation and then discussing the the um, posting the prayer and the scripture that goes along with those topics. Um, That's big, and like you said. we are on social media. We find time for anything we want to do, no matter what that is. Mm-hmm. Even for an individual that that don't know, Google it. Type in prayer for you or or you know prayer of the day. You know, download a devotion and it was app, a daily devotion app. Yeah. You know, there, there is always a resource to get you started and get you on your way to praying and having a prayer life and. And knowing the word and reading the word, and you're yes, you're going to have those days where you don't understand what you're reading. You're going to have those days where you might be discouraged and don't want to pray. You're going to have those days uh, where everything in your life seems to be going haywire. But I will tell you, anytime you make a decision to get close to God and follow in His will, that's when things get a little more tough, and they and and you're tested a little bit more than you probably have oh, in the past. But if you stand strong in his words, stay on your knees with prayer for yourself and your family, your household, your children, your yes. people, the family. Now, things will get better. Things will get better. You will start oh, they, they Just stay encouraged. So all those that listen, stay encouraged, stay faithful. Um, we all fall, but the key is to get right on back up, dust yourself off, and keep on trucking. Um, re- remember yeah. that your children um, are a reflection of you. So if you see some and things the you don't like, the... <laughs> sometimes that's the truth. You be looking at that kid like, hey, I couldn't have been that bad. Yeah. Right. They yeah, and the Bible. And the... 
Yes, and the Bible tells us that children are a heritage. They are a blessing yes. from the Lord. So know that he had you in mind. when he, he had something in mind for you when he gave you that child. And if you are interested in the prayers that Tamara and I have, they were, uh, we Googled, well, I know I Googled praying for your children. And yes. it was, uh, my husband said, uh he said, believe the children are our future and teach them well and let them lead the way. So, amen, Brother Reed. But um, <laughs> if you're interested, <laughs> you know, if you're interested in those prayers that we had, um, they were on reviveourhearts.com, reviveourhearts.com, yes. and it gave you 30 days of prayer for your children, and they all had a scriptural base. We're going to post them, but if you – you know, if you want to have them just for yourself, like if you're not on social media or follow, uh, it's reviveourhearts.com, and it was prayers for your children. But we are going to post them. So, Tamara, any last words for you? I just say keep them, stay encouraged. Stay encouraged. Stay encouraged. Um, again, if you are, are not praying with and for your children, make the put your best foot forward and put forth the effort to do that. Cover your children. Cover your home. Cover your family, cover yourself, and 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 watch God work. And I just want to leave with a prayer, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for every listener. We thank you for them taking time out to to hear what we have to say about covering our children in prayer. And Father, we ask that you empower them. Uh, yes. We ask that you empower them to have the have the heart to take time out for their children, Father, to release a word of covering over them every day and, and, and from this day forward, Father, that they will understand that their prayers avail as much. Your word says the prayer of a righteous man avail as much. And, Father, that even if it's 10 minutes, oh, God, Father, we thank you and we and we ask that you we ask that you honor the time that's given out for the children, Father. We ask that you cover each child in the world that's going to school, Father. Yes. We ask that you cover them, Father, that they are not attacked by the enemy, that they that they have a shield of protection around them, Father, that they are not cut down in the street, oh God, that they they are not in, the gangs can't have them this this go this school year. They won't, you know, yes. Father, we thank you. We thank you right now, Father, that you are going to protect them, Father, from the drug dealer, from the rapists, from the kidnapper, Father. And we bind the spirit of confusion that will come into their mind, Father, and we lose joy, peace, and a sound mind over them right now, oh God. Father, we ask that you keep them and, and, and keep them in your way, oh God. And Father, we just thank you for each parent, Father. And again, empower them, oh God, to, to pray for their children, to be transparent, to talk to their children, Father. And where there is closed communication, God, we are asking you to open up the airwaves. We are asking you to open up the communication, Father, that that child, that they can speak to that child and that child can speak to their mom. And Father, any any broken relationships, Father, you are you are the great position. You can mean anything. And your word says that you are close to the brokenhearted, Father. And any brokenhearted parent, Father, we ask that they get a divine visitation from you, Father. And we lose the legion of angels, Father, to carry our request to you and carry their request to you, O oh God. And, Father, that we do things and we are pleasing in your sight. And, Father, we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Y'all have a good night, and we signing off. Talk to you later. Good night.